0: Hey doll, before we jump into this episode today, are you feeling comfortable in your skin right now? Are you comfortable at the weight you're at? If not, I just opened up my one-on-one coaching where I can support you in your goals, teach you how to create a healthy relationship with food, and just set you up for success in building your healthy habits don't do it alone. I know that when I've done things alone, I don't get anywhere far. And if you want to get to that next level, just feel better in your skin. Summer is right around the corner. Let's work together. Head over to my website, kellytian.com, or send me a message that you want to hear more about a one-on-one coaching program specifically designed for you. I look forward to hearing from you and enjoy this show. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyan. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another beautiful show of Addicted to the Climb. I'm saying beautiful because I have such a beautiful guest on my show today. I'm super excited for you to meet her. This is a topic that we really haven't talked much about on my show. So I am excited. I know you're going to love this episode and you're going to want to follow her because she has her own podcast and it's really interesting. I love the way she formats it. And so I'm excited to introduce you to Erin Ramsey. Welcome to the show, Erin. Oh, thank you, Kelly. I'm so happy to be here. I just feel so fortunate
1: to have, you know, connected with you. You're just such great energy and I love everything you do. And I'm so excited to be a part of your community too.
0: Thank you. And I know my people are going to love you. I always say I've heard this from one of my mentors. And since she has said this, I say it now because I love my people to know you, my new people. Like I want to bring in yeah. new, new people that I meet to have my people meet them so they can follow you because that's how we can all stay addicted to climbing higher, right? right. It's all about making new relationships and Leaning on other people's knowledge. So, this is really <laughs> exciting. It's great to meet you. And Erin is an expert at dating and relationships. So, this is what we're going to talk about. She, I'll, I'll tell you a couple things about her and then I'll let her finish. Okay. She takes out on some good old fashioned personal development, which we mm-hmm. all know how much I love personal development. And she's on a mission to help others manifest their dream. Woman or dream man, career, family, home, or a once in a lifetime experience. So mm-hmm. her life is about living her best. Her best life is living as a beach loving, hopeless romantic, mm-hmm. and fantasy football fanatic. <laughs> to all the men in the house that love football and ladies. I mean, I love that. I listened to one of your shows and you were talking all about the games and players. I'm like, oh my God, she's awesome. I
1: know. I am like a tomboy in a female body, you know, like I paint my nails and I, you know, I'm into the hair and the makeup, but I also love me some sports. I <laughs>
0: love it. I love it. It's yeah. so fun. And, you know, I wish I really was a little bit more into sports like that. Like I don't, I love watching football. That's my favorite. Uh-huh. The other, you know, golf. Oh my gosh. It's so boring. My husband's obsessed with it. So, but anyways, well, we can yeah. talk a little bit about that, but before we jump in, I want to, I always like to ask a few fun questions first. Sure. So, coffee or tea? Oh, coffee. hundred percent coffee. What, what kind, what do you like? Oh, so,
1: um, I mean, if I'm getting a coffee out, i love a like caramel macchiato, but my go-to at home is I will just make a, I have like a Keurig. I make my coffee. I have oat milk. I love to steam the oat milk and then, you know, pretend I'm fancy and put a little cinnamon on top. And I am so happy, happy as a clam. Yes. But Kelly, I drink a lot of coffee, do you? I, like probably too much. You're probably going to tell me that's a no-no. um Yeah. Some days I can do like, you know, four to six cups.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. That's that's quite a lot. Uh-huh. I, I mean, but as long as you feel okay and you're not jittery and you can sleep okay. If it starts messing with your sleep patterns, then you need to cut back.
1: I actually wish the caffeine gave me a bigger boost. It doesn't. I could drink like a venti Starbucks and fall asleep in five minutes. It's oh, it's bizarre. Okay.
0: That is. Isn't that well, weird? To me, yeah. Well, to me it is because I can I'm opposite. I have, okay. I pour, I'm, I love my coffee and I have it in the morning and I look forward to it. It's like my thing. Yeah. I'm so excited, like all warm and fuzzy inside, but I only drink a half a cup.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. This, that that's funny? like gold for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, my coffee is my favorite time of the day too. So oh, I, I do my coffee and I sit down with my journal and I do my gratitudes. And that's like the best, like 10 to 15 minutes of my entire day, because it's like the calm before the storm. It's, yes. it, it's just a peaceful moment. I it's, love that. You know, yeah, yeah. I was going
0: to ask you about your if you had a morning routine. So you just answered mm-hmm. that. So you do spend some quiet time. Is it every morning? Are you? Is every it a morning. routine? Yes,
1: it is a routine every single morning. So I'm really big into mindset work, and I discovered Joe Dispenza, and he. I don't know if you're familiar with mm-hmm. Dr. Joe. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you have to check him out. I will send you. I will send you this this video and maybe you can link it because it is life changing so your listeners will love it but it talks about how when we wake up in the morning if we don't do something to change our reality we're literally living in a groundhog's day and so Dr. Joe has challenged me you know not to check my cell phone because I used to when I was in the corporate America I would check my cell phone the first thing after I rolled over cuz you know my alarm was on my phone and I'd shut it off and then I'd scroll well, what happens when you see an email um, that's you know somebody needs something from you or it's not so nicely worded? I mean, it starts your day off with immediate stress, anxiety, that type of thing. So changing my morning routine where I wake up, if I'm using an alarm, turn off the alarm, you know, I come out here, I do something I love, I make that cup of coffee, and then I literally sit down and I quiet my, my you know, thoughts and start pouring them out on paper. And I, and I do at least um, five to 10 gratitudes a day. And I'll tell you, Kelly, it's game changing because some people might say, oh, that's going to be hard to come up with five to 10 things. It's not. Because... You start to then pay attention every single day into what is happening to you, into people who come into your life, into like the little things that maybe you would normally overlook. But now because you're actually journaling, you know, these gratitudes, you're more cognizant and aware of what's happening. You're more present. And it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It's it's a game changer. You gotta try it.
0: <laughs> you know, you know what's a game changer? Being present. <laughs> Like, totally, seriously, you guys, do you remember the day you actually became present? Because I wasn't always present growing up in my 20s, going through babies, all that stuff. You're just kind of trying to get through the day, especially if you're a mom and whatever. So it's funny how that sounds. And we're laughing, but Mm -hmm. the day you actually become present, everything can change. Because totally. life is so different in mm-hmm. your your perspective, the outlook of life, like everything. And sometimes yeah. I'm not present all the time. I'm not like, you know, I have to work on it like we all do. Well, you're
1: human. You're For human. Us. We're human, right? Exactly. Yeah. exactly.
0: But I love that you said that because it does, it grounds you, you become mm-hmm. present and yes, you can do those gratitudes and realize what you yeah. have. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. It is. It really I is. Know. Yeah. Okay. So are you reading anything specific right now at the moment? Favorite book? Oh my gosh. So
1: it's kind of funny. So I'm reading quite a few books right now. um, And I'm going to probably butcher the name, which is terrible, but I have um, a guest who's coming on my show who wrote um, a story. It's actually about her um, love and sex addiction and so I'm reading that before our conversation, the author is Brianne Davis, um, very fascinating story. Um, I'm also reading Sherry Salata's book right now and I just picked up two, I don't know, so I do some coaching, so I picked up this book, but you know, I have lofty goals <laughs> of, of reading and I, you know, fit it in as much as I can. Um, I do a lot of audible.
0: Oh, reading. that's good, yes. I forget to do that. And then I'm like you, I have seven books going at once, but I love, yep. I love it. I'll just pick it up and then do something different the next night, whether I read a page and I don't know, it's all good. Or Sometimes a chapter. I,
1: yeah. But you know, Kelly, it's also like, in terms of if you're watching a show, you're typically watching a few shows at once. So it's similar, right? It's like, right. you're just reading an episode. An episode is like a chapter or two, right?
0: Exactly. Exactly. I love it. All right, let's I want to dive in. I feel like you and I could just talk. <laughs> and forget for that sure. forget that we're doing a podcast. This is such an easy conversation. I love that I just met Erin on social in uh we are in a podcasting group and it's just amazing how different people come into your life and how friendships can begin. So, anyways, Erin, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey from where you came from to what you're doing now, because it's very interesting the route you've taken and how it all evolved Mm -hmm. really. So tell us about it.
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, I kind of started off, I I was married in my twenties. I got married in my twenties and, you know, it was one of those situations where I think out of our friend group, we were the only two that hadn't, you know, taking that next step. And so rather than making that decision based on, you know, reasons like, okay, this is what we want to do. We felt this pressure, um, you know, to we'd been dating for four years. So it was like, okay, naturally we should take the next step. <laughs> and um and so we did. And I just think we were young. We were great friends. And, you know, I, I mean, we grow and evolve so much, right? So I look back at that girl. And I'm like, who was she? (laughs) But we so we got married, we were married for about three years. And there were a lot of things that, um, you know, worked well. And there were a lot of things that didn't work so well but the catalyst, because, you know, I am a recovering people pleaser. I always want to make sure everybody else is happy. Um, he said one day he, I came home from work and he just said, um, you know, I don't see myself being married. I don't think I want to be married and I don't want to have children. And that to me was like, Whoa! Then what are we doing here? Because one, I am your wife, and two, um, I've always envisioned myself being a mother. So that passive Aaron back then, um, in that moment, almost had like an out-of-body experience, and just kind of stood firm in, nope, these, this is what I want, and. Um, I want to hold out to get it. So we went our separate ways, but, oh, Kelly, it was hard. Um, I'm the only person in my family to be divorced. Mm -hmm. At that time, uh, you know, I hadn't done a lot of work on myself. And I think there was a lot of shame, uh, almost, you know, I kind of referred to it as a failure.
0: Hey, quick interruption. This show is brought to you by my favorite liquid collagen, called Liquid BioCell. If you're looking to just really take hold of your skin and hydrate it from the inside out, maybe grow longer hair, have stronger nails, and have strong joints, this is the best collagen on the market. I've been taking this for over almost two years now, and I've never felt better in my body. My weight training is better. My muscles and joints feel better. My hair is growing like crazy, and my hydration in my skin feels amazing. I love this collagen, and I just want to share it with you. If you need the link, it is in the show notes. And now back to the show.
1: I've never failed at anything in my life, right? Because in any other scenario, uh, if we have a goal or you know we want something. We can always overcome an objection we can find another way put forth more time more effort but when it comes to a marriage you can do those things but the other person has to be willing to do those too and so that was a really hard lesson for me to learn um and still some pieces of that you know trickle back because it's kind of like a trauma. I thought I was going to be with this person for the rest of my life. We owned a beautiful home together. I envisioned those rooms being filled with our children. So it was a loss. I was grieving like the potential of what could have been there or what was there. Um, And it took me a really long time to feel confident in my ability to make good decisions because I viewed it as, oh, Erin, like you made a poor decision. Um, so a couple different things there that I think I've had to learn. And I bet a lot of listeners as well as maybe yourself can resonate with is sometimes we have a gut feeling, an intuition, and we, we, you know, hear it, we feel it, but we don't act on it. And I don't know what that is. If it's, you know, we want something to be a certain way, or we're so in love, you know, especially as women, we get so enthralled with like the fairy tale with the romance of it all. Right. And so we almost make exceptions or excuses for behavior or things that happen that don't align with what we want. And, um, yeah, so it it took me a really long time to, you know, just feel comfortable and know like, okay, you can trust your judgment. And just because you're going out with somebody doesn't mean you're marrying him, you know, and, and you can kind of really, learn you know um what you want and and take your time with it because i think also you know this theme in my mind has been well i do want to have a family i do want to be a mother and so you know then you enter your 30s and then your 30s come and go and here i am 40 and i'm like okay you know but i think we put this unnecessary pressure on ourselves so along the lines here i um have always kind of been somebody who does self deprecating humor and you know loves to tell a story so I created an Instagram account where I would just talk about my dates because <laughs> I, I think love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have been there like you know the, some things you can't make up or just the you know things men put on their profiles and I'm just thinking you, you know why so I created this food Goofy instagram where i would talk about my dating experiences and then i was approached by a company that said hey have you ever considered creating a podcast out of this and i didn't even know what a podcast was and so i entertained it in just kind of how i met you through the universe and just this like divine connection Mm -hmm. um it's as if we've known each other for years right um Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Uh, I met this woman and um, we hit it off and we had a lot in common. And next thing I knew, I was, you know, in their studio sitting behind a microphone and just talking, doing the same thing I was doing on Instagram, but instead of in written form, I was doing it verbally Mm. and it has just morphed. And I will tell you in the beginning, I didn't know. I, I still don't really know what I'm doing, right? I'm just kind of going with the flow and Getting listener feedback and and pivoting and you know but but everything's happening real time and in front of everyone and so what I've learned through this journey which is is beautiful and I am forever grateful um, to my podcast is I've learned self love and I think that is something that oftentimes we will kind of brush under the rug because we're so into doing and heeding advice and, oh, this person's an expert and, and this person, you know, can help us with that. But we kind of forget to take a pause and really touch base with ourselves. And so when I was able, I just had this like Oprah aha moment, like, oh, Aaron, like quit thinking it's a certain app or, you know, you need to move to a different location or, you know, buy this outfit or, you know, have a certain aesthetic, no, it was when I really looked inward and I said, okay, who is Aaron? You know, what makes Aaron special? What does Aaron want out of life? Quit chasing, start attracting that my life literally changed.
0: And I, I I'm freaking out. I'm sorry, but you Everything you're saying, I'm like, wow, because you're just hitting so many good points, Erin. And I definitely didn't mean to interrupt you, but quit no, you're chasing. fine. I love yes. that. Quit chasing and start attracting. I, I I just love that so much. You just like got me right there because I, I know I, it kind of gives me chills too. Yeah. So many of us are chasing and chasing, and whether it's in our jobs in our career, or the man that we think we need to have. Right. It's like I love it. So keep keep going on that because I do love it. But I wanted to just I have to write that down because it's so <laughs> good. It's so oh good. well, well, thank
1: you. And I mean, um, it's true though, and I think you know, we chase because we want to fill a void, right? Because we all want that partner or you know, what whatever we're after really, but what we have to learn is that, you know, it all starts from here. Mm-hmm. And so I had made a list of everything that I wanted and a potential partner. And I'll tell you, my list has evolved over the years, because I think in, in the, my younger days, you know, there was a lot about aesthetic and maybe um, shared, you know, interests that type of thing. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, no, these core principles, these core characteristics are what I'm truly after. And then I had to ask myself, do you possess those qualities? Because how can I ask another human to be all these things if I'm not those things myself? Right?
0: Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so then something unthinkable happened and I manifested a man, Kelly, and oh my gosh, I thought he was my end game. There were so many synchronicities and things aligned and you know i had him on my podcast we shared the story of how we met which was kind of insane i mean one day i i get this email it was a six minute voice message um the first three minutes were you know hi i am this is what i'm about this is my personality type this is my family background you know this is what i want out of the life the next three minutes because he had seen, I had a podcast for like, why he thinks we'd be a good match, you know, characteristics he appreciated about me, not even having met me. Um, he also sent like a little video clip and all this. So we had this really interesting way of getting to know one another. We only commute. this is during pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Times Mm -hmm. where all the restaurants in LA, everything was closed. So you had to get a little bit, um, creative with, with your dating. And I, I'm not the type that, you know, there, and everybody has to do what their comfort level is, right? And so some people put their, you know, dating or love lives on hold, but I'm like, I didn't want to do that. There are creative ways to meet and build a rapport. Look at you and I. We -hmm. haven't met, you know, and we built an amazing rapport through Zoom, through social media, through texting, all these things, through conversation. Mm -hmm. And so he and I spent a week voice noting, video messaging, just getting to know each other you know, at our core. Uh, and there's no physical intimacy involved. So you don't have to worry about, you know, sometimes we, you know, are so uh, the chemistry is there. And, you know, we take things to the next level, um, probably sooner than we should. And then we realize, ooh, you know, we don't align here, but we've already taken it to this level. And you're now bonded in a different way. And so you kind of carry something out. Um, so anyways, we started dating and we dated for almost a year, but then that little feeling remember that gut feeling, that Mm -hmm. intuition that I talked about, Mm -hmm. it came creeping in and I thought to myself, Oh man, you know, you've, you've shared this with everybody on your podcast. You're, you are in love, you're in love with him. Um, you see a future with him. But do your futures, what you want and what he wants, really align? And do your ideals and communication styles and all these other things, like, are they really aligned? Or are you back in this position where you're so enthralled with the romance of it, with being so close to being a wife again, with, you know, the ideal of um, you being a family unit, that you're bypassing these things because of the narrative that you've, you know, created in your head. And so I made a very, very difficult decision. And um, I called off the relationship and, oh man, I have not been through a breakup like that. (laughs) I can't even tell you. I mean, you know, the first three days, Kelly, I didn't get off my couch. You know what I mean? I couldn't get off my couch. And I I was doing that thing that our brains does, (laughs) you know, where I was like, "Mm, did you make the right choice? You know, like all these things are going through my head. But I also knew that the relationship I have with myself now is so strong. And my intuition and my gut would not be telling me something if there wasn't something there. And so I went with it. And um here I am. I'm in my healing journey now. I had to share openly, which I did on my podcast about my breakup, but it also opened up this whole nother level of relationships and people coming into my life. Um, some I'm learning from, some I'm able to help. Uh, I mean funny ways, right? I'm gonna give you a quick example. So for my business, I am creating some like subscription boxes. And I am chatting with a woman in China, and it's you know it's all um, you know chat online, and um, I didn't realize the time difference. It was it was in the middle of the night there, and mm-hmm. so this sweet woman named Mary, she says to me, you know, um, hi Erin, like I'm totally willing to help you. You know, it's in the middle of the night here. Uh, you know, I'll be glad to get back to you in the morning. And I was like, oh no, you know, so sorry, Mary. And she said, I you know I'm not sleeping well right now. And I said, oh I'm so sorry. And you know me, I'm like. Let me offer some advice that she probably doesn't need or want. But so I just talked to her about sleep meditation and I just said, you know, it's made a world of a difference for me. And she wrote back and she said, well, if I'm being honest, I'm going through a breakup. We just broke up last night and I can't sleep. And I'm like, okay, Mary, like, <laughs> I'm You're like, so- i <laughs>
0: you got the right girl
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like funny me too so she and I proceed to chat for a couple minutes and then she's she reminds me she's like Erin I'm on my like work she's on her work chat right so she's like can we take this off of the work chat and I'm like of course we can so we get on whatsapp she's in China I'm in California and I just you know listen and validate. I'm a stranger. I don't know her situation, but I'm just, you know, able to really resonate and understand where she's at. So fast forward a couple days later, we're continuing to talk. And I said, Hey, do you have social, like, love to follow you. You know, we can follow each other and just help each other out. And if you need, you know, like a virtual hug, I got you. So I follow her on social and Kelly, she had screenshot a portion of our conversation and shared it with her, you know, friends and and followers just about what a difference that conversation made in Mm -hmm. her healing journey and her ability to like recognize that she was going to be okay Mm -hmm. and she could move on, you know, and I just thought to myself, man, you know, all these little pieces, it's like dominoes, right? Mm -hmm. One has to knock over to hit the next. And um, it just really brought it full circle for me that me too, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give myself a second shot at love when the time is right. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm getting closer to what I truly want. And it's okay to be patient and to wait for the right thing. We have to just know that it's out there. We're in an abundant place
0: and it'll find me when the time is right. Absolutely. And, you know, what I'm hearing from you over and over is the inner work that you've done. I think a lot of people, we just talked about this on another podcast I was on, how they just want to avoid doing that because it's hard. It's hard. hard. It's hard to realize and recognize what you're maybe not doing right. Or like you said mm-hmm. about looking for all these attributes in someone, but do I possess the same, the ones that mm-hmm. I'm looking for? Like, do you right. want them to be kind and courteous and da da da? but are you doing all that too? And
1: mm-hmm. sometimes
0: we're not, but until right. we actually are aware and recognize mm-hmm. these things, it's unbelievable how things can actually change. And, yeah. but that inner work has to be done. And, you know, God works in mysterious ways And for you going through what you went through, meeting this woman, I do have to say our story, that's why sharing our stories are so meaningful because you never know whose life you can change with your Mm -hmm. story. So I always say, don't be shy about sharing your story. You don't know how many people you can help. And I'm so, you know, before I wrote my own book, it's 30 personal stories. It was It took three years because it was very nerve wracking. Do I want to do this? Do I want to share these stories? They're personal, but Mm -hmm. now it's all the people that are just like, "Wow, you know, I felt that way too." Or thank you for sharing that specific story. So, you know, God working in the way He did. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, but you have peace because of the work you're putting in, and it's emulating through. Like you can see how you're just like. Okay, you know you're gonna yeah. be okay, you know there's gonna be something bigger mm-hmm. and better for you. And mm-hmm. why jump in to the wrong thing again? You know, no, it's not yeah. worth it. So mm-hmm. I love and you talk a lot about manifesting your dreams and and so tell us a little bit about that. Like, what do you do to <laughs> like give us some tips on how you actually put that work into place for yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's funny because I think manifestation has become such a like buzz term right now. Mm -hmm. And it's very, you know, it's like trending on like TikTok and all these things. But I had actually watched an episode of Oprah years and years and years ago with my mom. And, you know, she talked about a vision board and, you know, so that Thanksgiving, my mom and I were like, oh, we should do this. You know, so we got the magazines and, you know, made a vision board and I didn't know much about manifestation or anything, but lo and behold, almost everything on that board came true. And I was like what you know what i mean so i've always been really into that and and peaked and and also you know um goal driven and all these things but with manifestation the beauty of it and i think kind of a piece that's getting missed right now because it is so you know i, I hate the word trendy but um you know it what is. i mean like it, it, yes. it, it's just around I mean. yeah it is is, is goal setting is one thing but manifestation is truly being open to opportunity that finds you right because it's a like um attracts like so as we raise our vibration as we're in that positive energy and we're putting good back into the world we're attracting more good into our lives so i think this misconception with, okay i'm going to manifest winning the lottery well, do people typically do that? No, because what do what, what do they want to spend the money on? Themselves. They want, you know what I mean. They're not wanting to put the money back out there and change lives and do all these things. Now, money, you know, there's a lot of um, beliefs around money too that I think have to be broken. So, a lot about manifestation is unlearning things we learned as a a child, right? In our upbringing, evaluating the people that we spend time with, are they draining our energy? Are they, you know, are they on a growth journey too? What's the language that they use? Um, You know, and and that's also Kelly, uh, to take it back, that's the reason why I quit doing the self-deprecating humor on that Instagram. Because if I'm putting out self-deprecating humor about my dating life, every single day and, and people are feeding off of it, I'm actually attracting more of that, you know, those situations into my life. Wow. But if I'm working on myself and I'm talking about self-love and all this work that I'm doing, I'm gonna attract somebody who is also doing those things. So, so the nuts and bolts of it are like, attracts like,
0: mm.
1: there's things that you can do, but opening yourself up to having a two-way discussion with whether you want to call it the universe, whether you want to call it God, um, you know, and I have some great material I'd love to share with you personally on, you know, uh, you know, people who are Christians who also, you know, want to manifest and there's some Bible verses and stuff that kind of coincide. So love you can it. feel comfortable that you're not, um, trying to be, you know, uh, the puppet master, like you're not right. right. And, um, and so, yeah it's it's literally about being open having this positive mindset reframing, excuse me reframing the stories that we tell ourselves and um also being kind of clear and concise on what we want so it's really difficult to you know manifest something if you're sending mixed signals out there um and i'll give you an example so um I, I used to have a certain aesthetic on my, you know, list of what I was trying to attract. Um, but it wasn't true, right? Like if if that person walked by me, I wasn't even giving them a double take. And so I'm like, why am I putting this aesthetic on my list of what I want in a dream man Mm -hmm. when this other aesthetic walks by? And I'm like, Oh, that's getting my attention. You know what I mean? Do we have to be clear and concise about you know, what we truly want. And that's again, where the inner work comes in, because if we're not able to even say to ourselves what we want and be open and honest and vulnerable about that, then how can that come to us? It's just not going to happen.
0: Wow. That's, it really is amazing how that works because it does. And it, what you said, like attracts, like if you're not putting out what the good what are you expecting? Right. Mm -hmm. It's really really eye opening when you think about it. It is.
1: It is. is. And that's also why you and I connect, right? Because we're doing the same work. Like we want to help women. We want to make a difference in, in our niche. We, you know, we want to use our voice for good. And so it's not a coincidence. Like I don't believe in coincidences. Like things happen for a reason. You may not see it at first, but, but eventually you'll see the forest between the trees and it's like, okay, this is why we connected. I mean, I could have connected with 300 different women in there, but there's a reason it was you and I that exactly. hit it off.
0: Right. I agree. And, and, and that is what I preach to my clients, my coaching, Because yeah. you know, if you want to change your lifestyle, but you're surrounded yourself with crap all day or whatever, or people that are pulling you down you're still going to be in the same place in a week, a year, five years from now. You don't start getting out and attracting what you actually, you know, want and and be that person. You know, don't just talk the talk. You have to become that as well. So I love everything you're saying. And so what do you, what would you say describes a successful relationship to you? What does success mean in a relationship at this point in your life?
1: Sure. So I think success is waking up every morning and choosing to be with that person. And, you know, I think it's about accepting them for who they are mm-hmm. because nobody is perfect. Um, yeah. You know, we're all going to have our own, you know, whether you want to call them flaws or areas of opportunity. But I think it's about, you know, accepting them, having them accept you and really wanting to create a partnership based upon foundational things like trust. Um, You know, (laughs) I was just having a conversation, excuse me for laughing, but I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day and she said to me, how many people out there do you think are, are in a monogamous relationship or think they are, but they're not? and then but i was like oh wow you know because in this day and age we are in such a society that everybody's replaceable right and nobody wants to work hard for anything anymore and i'm not saying that we should have to work hard i mean you know a relationship that's um where you have similar goals and and you have this good foundation you should be working towards something together and it shouldn't necessarily feel hard but you know it's life we're human beings where we are you know, who knows what our day is going to bring, but there's a decision that has to be made to go through these things together and to be Mm -hmm. each other's support system. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, to let like these frivolous things kind of not be the focus of our attention, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think those are kind of like the foundational pieces, but I also think fun, like sometimes we lose track of fun. We lose track of, you know, why we um, were initially attracted to that person in the first place, you know, somebody who can just make any situation bring up that laughter and that joy because life is about joy. And if we're not able to enjoy our time together and, you know, be present with that person um, in whatever season of life we're in, then what are we even doing? You
0: know, it's so true. It really is. We have to remember the fun piece. And I think we do. We tend to forget it. And accepting someone, not trying to change them either, I think is a big one. Because I know for me in the beginning of my marriage, I mean, we've been together over 20 years now and we're very happy. I feel I have a very successful marriage. And I know what you said about work, but we do put in the work. It's not that it's hard, but yes, Just like anything else. If I don't work at my business, it's not going to go anywhere. If I don't work at right. the next, my health and my fitness, it's gonna stay the same. So everything. Mm-hmm. And I think people put that relationships like you said, they become replaceable because mm-hmm. I'll just go to the next one. It's that easy. Right. But mm-hmm. we're humans and that's not the way it was intended to be.
1: You no. know,
0: you, th- you know, obviously if you're not mixing well, there has to be a change, sure. but You know, so what do you at this point, then again, after all the lessons you've learned and everything you've been through, what are some of the things that you decided that you're letting go of? Mm.
1: Oh, I mean, so much. (laughs) I feel like so much. I think um, a lot of times when I've come out of a relationship, I've tried to take the bulk of the blame you know, like, oh, if I would have done this, or I would have done better, and I have to ditch that mindset, because that's not it, right? We just weren't compatible. We just didn't want the same things. Or, you know, um, we're just fundamentally different. They're not my person. And I think when you can take an approach like that, it opens you up more, like, I don't need to beat myself up, right? I just need to go into the next situation and give myself a fighting chance. And you know, look for those signs that might have been there, but I overlooked or or whatnot. And really, I think I think what it is is it's allowing us to have grace for ourselves.
0: Yes. Because
1: if if I'm watching your journey as your friend, I'm going to give you grace because I value you, I see what you're trying to do, I know you're on this growth pattern, like all these things, and I I'm going to give you and extend you that grace. But sometimes with ourselves, especially as women, I think we hold ourselves to the standard that isn't, I mean, nobody can (laughs) be at that standard, you know, so, um, so that's, that's a big thing. And just trusting that when the time is right, it will be because I know that the universe will never take anything from you. That's meant for you. I believe that wholeheartedly.
0: I do too. And I, I love, you know, letting go of the blame that I think that's number one, because you know, right now at this very moment, actually, and I hope these people end up listening to this episode. I do have women right now just going through awful times, you know, mm-hmm. a man walking away, their husband leaving. And I just think the blame is hard. They're blaming themselves mm-hmm. and sure. grace and do that inner work because maybe God opened that door for you and it was a blessing in disguise. You know, sometimes you have to look at it that way too. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes that's, right? Um, Yeah,
1: you know that Garth Brooks song that's like sometimes God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of truth to that Mm -hmm. because, you know, what we may want for ourselves or what we may see as our journey um, might be here. But what's really out there for us might be up here. But we're so busy clinging onto this that we can't even see this, and so um, I I just heard the most beautiful parable. I, I shared it on one of my episodes. I don't know if you heard it, but about these plastic, the plastic pink pearls. Have you heard that? Oh, oh gosh. Okay, so this to me has been a total game changer in the way I look at anything. You can look. You could use this for a job opportunity. You could use this for a home. You could use. You could use this for um, a significant other. Anything in life, right? So the parable goes um, there's this little girl and she saves up her money all year to buy this beautiful set of plastic pearls. So she gets herself this beautiful set of plastic pearls. She puts them on and she is just, you know, enthralled with them. And her, her dad says to her, honey, you know, do you love me? And she says, of course, daddy, I love you. And he says, well, then, you know, why don't you give me your plastic pearls? And she's like, no, daddy, I just, you know, saved up all my money. I love them. I love them. I love them. I can't give them to you, but I'll give you my little doll. And he goes, that's okay, honey. I love you. You know, don't worry about it. A week goes by and the dad says to his little girl, you know, honey, you know, are you ready to relinquish your, your plastic pearls? And she's like, no, you know, I, I these are my pearls. I, I love them. I love them, you know, and she's crying. And she says, but I'll give you my horsey. And he's like, no, honey, that's okay. I don't want your horsey. So a little bit more time goes by and she goes to her daddy and she says, daddy, she's crying. She says, I'll, I know you want, I'll give you my plastic pearls. And at, she's handing over her plastic pearls He's reaching into her pocket or his pocket to hand her a set of genuine pearls. And so, the kind of moral to the story is what are we clinging on to? That's our pretty set of pink pearls, this plastic, you know, not real set, when God in the universe is ready to, like, hand in pocket, ready to hand over your genuine set of pearls. But you gotta relinquish, you know, the, the plastics at first. And that to me
0: was like,
1: okay, I, I could use it in so many different
0: oh avenues of my life, right? That's gold. That is gold mm-hmm. because that is, that's truth. That's powerful. That's everything. That's we hold on to things instead of letting them go, letting God, letting, oh, it's amazing how much we hold on to things that even aren't serving us in pain and things like that that we think we can't let go of. Yet if you if you just let go, it, it's an yeah. a, amazing what can happen and the change and the growth that can take mm-hmm. place. Oh yeah. that's so good. I love that. Thank know. you. It's beautiful, God. right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I do. This is so good. I'm so oh. you know this conversation is just it's incredible because I know there are so many women that are just either struggling, they don't know how to get out of what they're in right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, they need to do that inner work again. And it all starts there in accepting yeah. themselves for who they are working on us is the only yeah. way you can't, you can't point the finger that all the things yeah. the other person is doing wrong. It's, right. Mm-hmm. That's here. It starts within us. So I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that story. So oh, if anyone does wanna reach out to you, tell us where they can message you and get in touch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my website is yoursuchacatch.com and it's Y-O-U-R-E, um, but I'm most active probably like on social, that's my same handle on all social platforms, but I'm probably most active on Instagram. So again, it's just catch, and I'm getting ready to do some exciting things. So, um, As I was going through my breakup, I was really wanting this community of women who might also be going through something similar. I mean, it's different than talking to somebody who um, just isn't in that same space. And so I kind of sent a survey out to um, my female listeners, mentioned it on the podcast, and gathered others feedback and there was like this need right for this community and so i'm in the in the works of building this community so it's going to have four different kind of pillars there's going to be like a self-love pillar there's going to be um like an entrepreneurial pillar uh social like just social butterfly pillar and then people who are kind of having some issues with family struggles i mean now that we're in COVID and we've had to you know be at home um you know maybe we have extra family members living with us there just seems to be a common theme around um, you know, just kind of dealing with some issues that might not have normally been there, um, you know, pre pandemic. So I'm excited about that. And if anybody's, you know, interested in being a part of that, please let me know. And yeah,
0: I I love it. So grateful. So grateful that well, that was my my final question for all my listeners in my podcast is always, so what are you climbing towards next? And you just, Yes. Is yeah. there anything mm-hmm. else though you want to add to that? Is there anything else? You- oh.
1: I have so many things that I feel as if I'm climbing towards, but that's a big piece because I think too, as women, sometimes... You know, we can get a negative stigma, um, cattiness, you know, not being excited for our sister as she's accomplishing things. And I know in relationships, since that's kind of my wheelhouse, you know, I see girlfriends who are envious of other girlfriends who are getting, you know, engaged or having their baby and, and they want these things. And I think the community and space I'm trying to create will put more goodness out there because we do remember we do live in an abundant place and everybody is going to get their time what's meant for you will be and so um that works super important to me and then i'm taking a page out of your book and and writing my own but i hear you when you said it's difficult and it took you a while because you were being so vulnerable and um having to come up with this courage to tell your truth and to say your story and so i commend you for getting it done i am in the midst of it but that is the ultimate goal for 2022
0: that is so exciting i'm going to make sure you, i'm going to hold you accountable because please listen it's it some days you're just not going to feel like writing but it's it you have to make a timeline and if you need any help just reach out because oh my gosh yes it's so exciting i'm so super thrilled to your book i can't wait
1: oh my gosh you're so sweet kelly i just adore you you're so sweet and i I love what you're doing and to all of your listeners i mean you guys are so lucky like kelly is just this energy this ball of fire and mm, i'm just so thankful to
0: have connected with you thank you i am too so thank you so much for being here i will put everything in the show notes that link that you want to send me as well. You can add that, but I appreciate your time. And to all those listening, thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in today. I know it's precious time, but I truly appreciate it. Don't forget to tag us if you love this episode, tag us on social, screenshot it, subscribe so you don't miss a show. And of course, if you write a review, I will truly, truly be forever grateful. So thanks guys for tuning in. Thank you, Erin, for all this beautiful conversation. Mm -hmm. Remember guys, like attracts like. Mm -hmm. So put your work in, do that inner work. And until next week, keep on climbing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing, even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytian.com to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.